Hey guys, I'm Britt. I'm Anna. And we're Barely Stable Creatures. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We have a very special guest with us today. Very small guest. It's Winnie! She is going to wreck havoc, and uh, I think we're just going to let She's up to no good. She's already walked across Brittany's laptop, so. Yeah, so we'll see. She might stop recording. Just just shove her off. She doesn't always land on her feet, so it might be kind of funny. <laughs> she fell off the table before. She tried to jump onto the table and didn't make it. But she's having fun. She's just, like, running around. She's exploring. She's, uh... She's happy down here. Yeah, if you hear me yelling at her, she's just trying to eat stuff off the floor. She's on the table. She's off the table. She's running around. She's also teething, so she tries to chew on my sweatshirt strings and... Yeah, we have her carrot down here yeah, somewhere. She, she's just, uh, she's just exploring and being, being Winnie. And she's back on the table. Yep, and she's back. So, it's nice to have her down here with us today. She's going to drink Brittany's beer. She wants to drink my beer. It's This is a very interesting beer that we're drinking, by the way. It's um, apple crumb pie sour. It's definitely sour. At the beginning, it tastes identical to, like, crumb pie. Yeah, it do- and it's got that aftertaste, though, too, which is nice. And blinking is a little tough. <laughs> And it was so foggy on the way here. I know. Holy shit. I meant to tell you. It's so early. I've been, uh. It's terrible. Went to uh, my cousin's shop today and uh, ordered. So I have a car update for anyone who is mildly following. How's Impala doing? Um, So we're starting with a starter and a new battery uh, and then going from there. I need new brakes all the way around still, but that's going to be. We're going to get the mechanical shit done. Okay, we're back. Uh, Winnie stopped recording already, so <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll have to make sure she doesn't walk across the laptop again. Three minutes in, <laughs> she's just having. She's got a piece of paper. She's entertained by the smallest of things. So I need a starter and a battery. We're gonna start with all the mechanical shit first, and then uh, go from there. So we don't know what else it needs until we can actually like start it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's good that you're starting with a starter. Yeah. Starter and a battery. Uh, we pulled the front seats out, and I um, cleaned the carpet in the uh, car yesterday. And um, I saw that. Yes, Anna sent me a picture of dirty water. Dirty water. It's got to. I have to do it again, but I think I'm going to steam it this time, and then use the upholstery okay. cleaner. I'm sure it was very satisfying, though. So fucking satisfying. Like so uh, satisfying. You you better be taking before and after. When I remember, I do. Okay. So reminder, I know I've been, I did like a before video. I'm going to do an after video once I steam it and clean it again and get like the rest of the, like the stains out. Steering wheels clean. Nice. Yeah. Inside does not nearly smell as moldy and musty as it did. Mm -hmm. So we're getting there. That's good. Making progress. Yeah. Little bit at a time. Little bit. Little bit. Little bit. Yeah. It's dark and rainy out. It was dark on my way to work this morning. Which sucks. I hate when it's dark when I leave for work. I really hate that. Because I can't get up. Because then it's like, my room's already dark. I could not wake up this morning. I was like driving to work and it was dark and rainy. I was like, ugh. Both the dogs were in bed with me. You just, it's just one of those mornings where you just don't feel like getting up. 
three hours. He made a stand in the rain while they did one thing and then still signed us out for the three hours and it was pouring. My pants were soaked. so like, obnoxious. And when I took my jacket off, it just like, everything just got like wetter when I did oh. that. It was so annoying. That is annoying. She's just having fun. She's just living her best. Wreaking havoc. She's living her best three and a half month old life, okay? She was found by the train tracks. So this is like. This is her her moment to shine. This is really her moment to shine. And you know what? She can get her zoomies out. She loves it. Yeah. She's just. She's so cute. She's having a ball. She really is. Yeah, so. (laughs) If you hear us laughing at nothing, it's because Winnie is literally just running running. back, back and forth. She likes to stop and then just run. <laughs> Play with something for a little bit and then just dart away. Yep. She'll chase her tail, too. <laughs> She's adorable. So on this episode today, we have fairy tales to talk about. We're going to talk about the original true stories behind the very well-known fairy tales. Mostly the Disney-fied versions um, some not as Disney-fied, but more of the, and more into the spooky and the creepy and the gruesome. So trigger warning for anybody who might be sensitive to, I don't even know how to trigger this. Taboo. Taboo. So if you, you know, skip ahead if it's something that you think might trigger you, we will tell you what the original story is first so you kind of get an idea, and then we'll go from there. Okay. So I have a definition Starting from the basics. give us the definition. Of a fairy tale. A fairy tale is a story, often intended for children, that features fanciful and wondrous characters such as elves, goblins, wizards, and even, but not necessarily, fairies. The term fairy tale seems to refer more to the fantastic and magical setting or magical influences within, within a story rather than the presence of the character of a fairy within that story. Fairy tales are often traditional. Many were passed down from storyteller to storyteller before being recorded in books. So there are a lot of, um, like I'll use Cinderella as an example because that's just what's in front of me. So Cinderella was one that was passed down from generation to generation. But what a lot of people tend to forget is that Um, fairy tales used to have like a warning behind them it was always intended to teach the child a lesson like ring around the rosie was about the the black plague yeah pocket full of posy ashes ashes we all fall down right so you would have a pocket full of posy so that you didn't smell the death and the yet i would sing it all the time as a kid like don't be greedy (laughs) uh when mentioning cinderella i saw on doing my research before by research, we mean 10 minutes before we started 10 minutes recording. before we started. That there is more than 700 versions of Cinderella that have been collected from around the world, and it has appeared in almost every language. So I think a lot of that is also with um, with the trade that would happen throughout the world. Mm-hmm. Is that, you know, these people would come across other stories, and they would bring them back, and they would retell them, but they may change them in a way that would be more suitable for their culture yeah because i know in one of them uh it wasn't necessarily <laughs> got another pedal it wasn't necessarily a, it wasn't a glass slipper it was a fur slipper so there's different you know variations and 
you know, a lot of them, especially like Pocahontas, are very unfortunately whitewashed. But she is teething, so anything that she can chew on, she will to, like, try and soothe her little mouth. Well, said that at the same time. Ooh. Jinx, you owe me a soda. <laughs> no, can, no, let's not chew on wires. Jinx, I owe you a nitro. Oh, I tried that. Oh, no, not after you said it was milky. I don't want to try it. It was more like, it was more like smooth. I don't know how to describe it. It almost tasted flat. Um, no, not after you said that it was milky. I don't want to try it. I think you should just a little bit. Though. I think I shouldn't. If you ever describe something to me as milky, I don't want to try it. <laughs> She's got a piece of hay. <laughs> hey, don't eat that. Remember, remember that vine? You're not my dad. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Okay. We've taken away a majority of her, uh, of her fun up here. Oh, here. Here's a, here's a ball. Play with the ball. She can't squeak it, so. Yeah, she can't. She doesn't have the... The power. The power. I'm going to ask you later why these are all in my pocket because I know I'm going to forget. <laughs> Alright, so I think you want to start with... Um, I'm going to read Cinderella off the other article. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, we're still going. We're good. We're, we're live. She is just loving these fucking petals. Alright, so we are going to start with Cinderella. Or, as it is known in German, because it is, I think, originally from from Germany. Which Brittany and I were practicing, <laughs> practicing saying this before. It is Aschenputtel, um, which literally translates to Cinderella. All right, so Cinderella may be one of the most classic Disney stories. Uh, while it sticks to a similar narrative, the original is far more gruesome than Disney's portrayal. First of all, the only reason the prince gets the golden slipper is that he laid a trap on the stair so he could find out who she was. A big red flag. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Perhaps the most noteworthy difference is the fate of the stepsisters. Clearly, the brothers Grimm felt their exploits should be should see them suffer more, and suffer they did. In their desperate attempts to fit into the shoe for a prince, they resort to trigger warning for blood, to cutting off some of their toes and heels. This results in the slipper filling with blood. At the end, the sisters are so desperate to taste some of the spotlight at Cinderella's royal wedding that they accompany her up and down the aisle something which Cinderella's loyal flock of birds take umbrage with and punish them by pecking their eyes out. A little different from the That's Disney version. That's brutal. Just, just a little different. A little far off from, from Disney's. It's so insane how most of Disney's like stories have a brutal side to it. Yeah. Or even like kids 
they did, shows growing up or movies. Yeah. They did still kind of take that, like, we're going to teach them a lesson. Mm-hmm. But the Brothers Grimm version was obviously so much more gruesome and... Yeah, they couldn't put that on Disney. No, not at all. No. We'll just keep, like, bouncing off. That's fine. Okay, so next we have Hansel and Gretel. So, there are many dark predecessors to the Brother Grimm's version of this creepy tale, and some of them have no such happy ending as the one we're aware of. One of the most disturbing is a Romanian story called The Little Boy and the Wicked Stepmother. It's a story of two children who are abandoned but find their way home by following a trail of ashes. Upon their return, however, the stepmother kills the young boy and orders the girl to cook him into a family meal. The boy's father unknowingly eats his son, but the young girl saves his heart and put it in a tree, adding the bones there after the meal is done. The boy then becomes a cuckoo bird, and in her attempts to kill the bird, the stepmother dies, so at least she gets her comeuppance. Um, that took a wild that twist. That was rough. Who would have thought? Hansel and Gretel. That was, that's brutal. That is yeah. absolutely insane. They made him into a cuckoo and then clock. The, and then they made a meal out of it, and then the father unknowingly eats his son. Super rough times. Well, you know why the witch was uh, so intent on uh, fattening up the children, right? So when they ate them, they would be more so they were, full of nutrients. Well, they, so they were juicier. So there was more fat so that the Ew. meat wasn't dry. All right. So the next one that we have is Rapunzel, or the Disney version is called Tangled. I love this movie. It's such a good movie. Oh, my God. So the original story of Rapunzel is actually centered around... Sex and pregnancy. Firstly, Rapunzel is given to the witch because her father stole herbs from the witch's garden to satisfy her pregnant mother's cravings. Then, when the prince turns up unannounced at her tower, the two begin meeting at night for some evidently unprotected lovemaking because she soon becomes pregnant. Oh, shit. Of course, she has no idea what pregnancy is, but the witch banishes her to the desert to give birth on her own there. The witch also taunts the prince when he comes to see Rapunzel and she isn't there causing him to leap from the tower, a move that only ends in him being blinded by thorns. We do get a happy ending, though, as the prince finds Rapunzel and her tears cure his blindness. You can see why it took them so long to make Tangled. Wow. I guess that makes sense, though. Yeah. Okay, the next one we're going to talk about is The Fox and the Hound. I know what you're thinking. The Disney version is harrowing AF anyway. How can the original be worse? Well, the original novel sees Todd, the fox, and Copper, the hound, who are friends from childhood, pitted against each other by the farmer and owner of the dog. Todd ends up killing Chef, Chef, at which point the farmer orders Cooper to chase after Todd, a chase that will lead to Todd dying of exhaustion. After Todd has died due to the pursuit of Cooper, the farmer then shoots Cooper. So yeah, I feel like the original was even more... harrowing than the disney version so i just want to point out it's not cooper it's copper and they they know they made them they made the mistake after the first time in the article yes i've never seen seen this one i have a long time ago um it's very sad i don't remember enough about it i've heard about it 
I try not to watch too many sad movies. Yeah, there are, I feel like in almost every Disney movie, though, there are pretty sad moments. Yeah. No, there is. But this one just, I everybody says it's just all around but depressing. Pixar is is usually the one who, like, really gets you, like. Yeah. <sighs> Get you in the, in the feels, right man. Right in the feels. Yeah, so that was one that I never, never really got into. I should watch it. Maybe we'll watch it together with a box of tissues and yeah. and Winnie. Alright, so Snow White. This yes. is actually my mom's favorite. This is, I think this is my one of my favorites. I was Snow White for Halloween when I was like five. I was um, Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz for yes. like three years in a row. <laughs> <laughs> so Disney's first feature film deviated a fair amount from the talent, from, from the talent, from the tale that it was based on. There were far more assassination attempts than the original, and the cannibalistic themes were also more disturbing. But let's focus on the ending. The death of the witch is certainly not child-friendly in the Brothers Grimm version, when, out of jealousy, the witch attends the prince and Snow White's wedding. The prince orders her to be put in iron shoes, heated until red-hot, and to dance until she dies. It sounds more like an origin story for Saw. Well, that's quite a bit different. So I... Was, I didn't want to say it because I couldn't remember which fairy tale it was, but I do remember now um, reading that. Really? Not the original, but I remember hearing about. Um... Oh, she's on here. Oh, she's she used me as a, a stepping <laughs> stone. Um, so I do remember hearing about that being the original ending, but I couldn't remember if it was Snow White or if it was um, another version of Cinderella. Okay. Oof. Thank God it didn't end like that. <laughs> well, after the sisters cut off their toes and uh, heels yeah. to fit into the shoe. <laughs> we have The Little Mermaid. I love this one. The original story, the mermaid makes a disastrous deal with the sea witch in return for legs. The witch cuts out the mermaid's tongue and keeps her beautiful singing voice. To make matters worse... On land, the mermaid is in terrible pain when trying to walk, and the prince ends up marrying someone else, while apparently seeing the mermaid instead of as a kind, mute pet. Kind of mute pet. Kind of mute pet. There's a reason why Brittany doesn't read books. Yeah, no. (laughs) Can't focus. Doesn't read all the words. (laughs) I'm just gonna, like, make stuff up. I... So Disney... I mean, they... They deviated, but they still kind of used a lot of the original, um, yeah. themes. Mm-hmm. I mean, she really, she had a hard time walking she at first. She walk, exactly. Because she was like, what the fuck are legs? I was thinking of that. Look at this stuff. <laughs> Isn't it neat? Could not walk. Couldn't walk, obviously she couldn't talk because... They didn't make her mute. Yeah, they did. The Sea Witch took her voice in the, in the Disney one. She oh, signed yeah. the contract, and then the sea witch um, stored her voice in that shell that then she wore around oh, her neck. Yeah, so she did go mute. Yeah, and she didn't get it back. In order to get it back, she had to make um, Eric fall in love with her instead of with um, oh, I forgot her name. The sea witch disguised herself as a as a girl and was trying to marry Prince Eric, but then um, they had to make him fall in love with her. So that's why they did the whole kiss the girl uh, song and they were trying, Sebastian and Flounder were like trying to like push them together. What was the name of that really mean lady? Ursula? Ursula. I don't remember what she said her name was though in the uh, 
in the movie. Oh. Like, when she became, when she disguised herself as a person, she took on a, a... Not Veronica. I don't remember. Have you ever, uh, seen Little Mermaid 2? No. Dana likes that one. Why is Dana so... <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, Dana's go-to. We used to watch that one. Probably watch that one more than the original. Vanessa. I wanted to say Veronica. Her name was Vanessa. Vanessa. Yeah. Okay. She had the she had the black hair and she was wearing the the shell oh, around yeah. her neck. The next one. Red Riding Hood. Little Red Riding Hood. Little Red Riding Hood. Peralt's Ooh, excuse me. We're drinking beer, in case anyone <laughs> didn't remember. Um, in Peralt's less child friendly original, after the whole all the better two goes on there's no woodcutter to burst in and save the day instead this is the ending all the all the better to eat you up with and saying these words the wicked wolf fell upon little red riding hood and ate her all up i imagine this wouldn't have gone down so well at bedtime she got done eating up <laughs> that's why we don't talk to strangers no especially um wolves better yeah. strangers yep Right, number eight, Sleeping Beauty. This is one of Disney's most classic movies, but it too has a seriously disturbing original. In fact, even the Disney version was called into question when parents sparked outrage on Twitter by suggesting it shouldn't be shown to children due to the kissing of an unconscious woman. Little did everybody know that whenever you think about the Disney version, the issue of consent is where the original tale, Sun, Moon, and Talia, Talia by Gian Batsia Bazile gets really disturbing. Instead of waking her up with a kiss, the king in the original tale impregnates a sleeping princess who wakes up nine months later with a pair of twins. The already married king then returns and marries the princess. I don't even know what the moral of this story is meant to be. Uh, Abuse? Rape? Yeah. <laughs> God. Consent? Exactly, right? That one is, I know that one is like crazy. <laughs> I think, oh, I don't remember which, which article it was. We have like three different articles up. Um, nine months later. Oh, here. I have, I have it from another one, too. Um, as we know, the classic tale of a princess in distress and the prince who came, comes gallantly to her rescue is the Disney version. The original 17th century Italian tale, so now we're talking the 1600s, has similar beginnings. The, prince, the princess named Talia pricked her finger on a spindle and was sent into a deep sleep fulfilling an earlier prophecy. The rest of Talia's story is too gruesome to be a children's tale. The man who comes to Talia's rescue is a king, not a prince. The king's kiss did not wake Talia. He instead gathers the fruits of her love, which is a nicer way of saying he raped her while she slept. Yeah. Nine months later, she gave birth to twins, and one of them sucked the splinter from her finger, waking her up. Talia and the king fall in love, but this king is still married. His queen orders the twins to be kidnapped, cooked, and fed to the unknowing king. Excuse me? What? 
Luckily, she fails. The moral of the story was lucky people, so to said, are blessed by fortune whilst in bed. Jeez, man. <laughs> so that one goes a little, a little yeah, bit more in depth. Yeah, that goes a little more in depth. Um, holy crap. <laughs> that one I know is what like... What goes on? Are these true stories? No. <laughs> Definitely not. Jeez. Okay. So that was Sleeping Beauty. Yep. Um, next up is one of my favorites, Peter Pan. So okay. let's see how much we... Uh... Sorry for ruining everybody's childhood. Yep. If you're growing up too fast, or at all for that matter, Peter will thin you out. Hence the ever-changing number of Lost Boys. Yeah, let me just stop growing so Peter Pan doesn't come after me. <laughs> He's coming after you. Um, could you imagine? Like, also, like, Tinkerbell was like, hey, Peter, what's up? <laughs> All the time. Hit me up in, in your DMs. <laughs> let, me, let me slide in them let DMs. Slide in them DMs. So, not overall child-friendly. Good guy. Or child-friendly. I have to say, though, I think Nana... Um, the Darling's dog is, like, one of my favorite, um, Disney dogs. Hmm. She yeah, there's just, a lot of Disney dogs. She was just there to take care of them. True. She was, and I think she was a St. Bernard. So cute. And she St. had a Bernard. bonnet. <laughs> the bonnet? Can't go wrong with the bonnet. <laughs> Got Pinocchio. I'm sure you're all, you're all... Brittany can't read because of her contacts. I can't read. I can't see. I'm sure you'll all be aware of the story of Pinocchio, particularly as the new live-action version is out this year. However, what you won't be seeing in that is a crucial element where Disney dif differed from the original story, despite having a creepy AF donkey transformation scene. I just want to say something. They also had the kids smoking. Cigars, if you really? remember correctly. We'll have to go back and, like, do, like... We have to watch, find a YouTube video of, like, all the things you missed in I think Disney that we movies. should do, like, maybe once a month, like, we'll go back and watch, like, a classic movie and, like, point out, like, shit that they got away with. Oh, my God. Versus, like, what would pass for today. Oh, yeah. Because I know that Disney, um, when they it launched Disney wouldn't. Plus, they, a lot of them have, like... Not necessarily a trigger warning, but, like, this may not be suitable for all audiences because yeah. of depictions of tobacco and drinking and so on and so forth. Like, Dumbo gets drunk. I don't know if you remember that. No, that's just crazy to me. Um, yeah, in Pinocchio, they, I believe the boys try smoking. I know that they have smoking in there. Same with Alice in Wonderland. Um, when she washes up on the beach and there's that, um, walrus and he's sitting around with all of the scallops he's getting ready to eat them damn like <laughs> so many things there's so many things it's like it's so crazy to like see the transformation though from like what was acceptable then to now oh yeah because like they disney will and most movies like shrek like um shrek um like any like the big companies that you know you will usually get their money back for whatever movies they make they always slip in adult jokes to mm -hmm. kind of keep the, the parents keep it going yeah but then when you go back and you hear them like even rugrats did it like oh yeah i'm even thinking of spongebob old spongebob yeah 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 fun fact spongebob is the only cartoon that is still running from the 90s because it came out in 1999 oh nice 
Love SpongeBob. Brittany is like the biggest SpongeBob. I fan. love SpongeBob so much. Okay. Uh, continuing with Pinocchio. The big and super dark difference is that as a result of Pinocchio's bad behavior, he was eventually hanged, which served as the moral of the story for kids not to be misbehaved. Don't lie, kids, or you'll get hanged. So not only does he kill the cricket, but he also gets (laughs) hanged. Again, I think Disney made a wise choice to alter its ending. They killed Jiminy? I would say. (laughs) Jiminy? Oh my god. My dad used to always tell me, like, when I was little, and if, like, I was doing something I wasn't supposed to, or, like, possibly lying about something. All the time. Like, <laughs> Literally. Frequently. He'd be like, don't lie, because your nose is gonna get big like Pinocchio. Brittany is, like, the definition of middle child. Yeah. <laughs> middle Just child that syndrome. chaotic. If you don't know what it is, look it up. A chaotic energy. She it feels is me. Like she always feels left out. I feel like I'm not a... I feel um, like your mom did a pretty good job, though, with, like... Yeah, she did. Like, treating us all the same. Yeah, there's some equal. families that you like. You'll see them, and like the middle child is like always like. Not that they're different, but like you can always tell that they're not as favored. They kind of are on their own. Yeah. My parents definitely worked really hard to make it, it like known that there was. Yeah, I think like, there's also a, a good age gap in between everybody. Despite me still having middle child syndrome you're just tendencies, fucking, you're just fucking chaotic because you're also a Capricorn. So that like yeah. I was gonna say, like, my sign is more of middle child, not, like, Capricorn. (laughs) Which was, flashback, go watch our first episode where we talk about all of those topics. I don't know if I have it planned yet, but I definitely want to do um, a birth order episode. So maybe we'll have um, a couple of special guests on for that. Yeah, we gotta bring our guests back. Rachel? Come back. We'll bring Rachel back because Rachel's an old, history lesson. The oldest out of two. Science lesson. Science, yeah. uh, Rachel's got to come back for a science lesson. Yeah. I I definitely want to do a birth order episode. Um, I think that that's going to be like super super fun. So the extended version, uh, well the extended synopsis for Pinocchio. When people visualize Pinocchio, they see the sweet young puppet with a desire to be a real boy. The Disney movie tells the tale of his adventures with his friend and advisor Jiminy Cricket was his conscious Jiminy Cricket and how they ultimately lead him to his dream of becoming a human the original creator of Pinocchio Carlo Collodi was hoping for a different image Collodi created the character for a serial story in Italian newspapers with the goal of showing kids the consequences of being bad Collodi's Pinocchio was cruel and mischievous his Jiminy Cricket was only referred to as talking cricket and when the cricket tried to give Pinocchio some good advice, the puppet killed, puppet boy killed him with a mallet. A bit dramatic. <laughs> Pinocchio is constantly tortured in different ways throughout the story, all punishment for bad behavior. Collodi initially ended the tale with Pinocchio's death by hanging, but because of an outcry from fans, Collodi was forced to continue. So he decided Pinocchio's life would be spared in exchange for even more gruesome punishments from that point forward. Oh, poor Pinocchio. Well, he was also a puppet, so he, I mean, hanging him... Well, I guess because they made him a real boy. Yeah. He killed Jiminy with a mallet! (laughs) But they hanged him! I don't want to listen to you! (laughs) Bang! (laughs) Could you imagine? Oh my god. Hey kids, don't lie or you'll be hung! Yeah. (laughs) That'll teach him. Like, look at at this picture from 1901, with them hanging him. 
And then, uh, that was him being strangled. Real boy. Yeah. I want to be a real boy. That's so brutal. I think Winnie's being pretty good overall. She was, yeah, you she's know, being good. We'll have to kitten proof. Well, I'll kitten proof the room this week. Okay, what do we have next, Anna? What do we have? Up. I'm up. The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Never seen it. Heard it's another sad one. It's another sad one. Um, not one of my favorites. Definitely one that I tend to skip when watching Disney movies. But you'll be aware of the end of D- Disney's Hunchback of Notre Dame, where Fro- Frollo is the only one to fall to his death, and where Quasimodo, Esmeralda, and Phoebus survive as heroes. The original novel of The Hunchback of Notre Dame has a starkly different ending when the beloved musical has a starkly di- Oh, I can't, I can't read today. The original Welcome no- to the club. <laughs> I like being in this club. <laughs> the original novel of The Hunchback of Notre Dame has a starkly different ending than the beloved musical. When Frollo escapes, Esmeralda is the only suspect of Phoebus' stabbing. Things don't get much better after that. She's put on trial and Charmel I I don't even know these names. Charmelou sentences her to death when she, unaware that Phoebus is alive, falsely confesses to witchcraft and murder. Interesting. Witchcraft! <laughs> Throwback to last week's episode. Aliens. Aliens. Haven't mentioned them in a while. <laughs> Quasimodo fails to protect Esmeralda and Frollo releases her to an angry mob. She's eventually hanged, and in his despair, Quasimodo pushes Frollo from the tower. Ooh, a little bit of drama. I know. The ending, years later, sees the skeletons of a hunchback and a woman embracing an Esmeralda's tomb. Again, this could easily be a side plot of Game of Thrones, but perhaps less so a children's Disney movie. Wow. Well then. There's that. Hunchback was, I mean, it was a good movie. It's very dark. It's very much like the Renaissance era of Disney. Yeah. Um, even though I think technically it's in, I don't remember the eras, because they're not, like, if, when you work for the Disney company, they don't go by eras, really, with the movies, as so much as, like, what the fans do. It's a whole big thing. Yeah, I feel, that's definitely an old one. Mm-hmm. I think it came out in 90, it was, like, one of the later 90s, because I remember having, um, like, McDonald's toys of it. Oh, Okay. McDonald's toys. 96. Because I know that our birth year, we actually got two Disney movies. Um, Toy Story premiered and Pocahontas. But Toy Story is technically Pixar, oh, so it's like very a whole, interesting. Big, whole big thing. But yes. Oh, yeah. Anyway. It's kind of like separate, but not really. It's separate, but it Disney like funds Pixar, but Pixar's movies are always... Um, like unique and different and they have a little bit of a different vibe than the Disney movies. They're also not musicals like most of the Disney movies. Gotcha. Okay. Up next we have Beauty and the Beast. There are various versions to predate the classic Disney movie, many of which are far darker elements. One original tale by Jean Marie Le Prince de Beaumont involves ugly evil fairies attempting to force handsome princes into marriage, baby princesses being snatched from the cradle, and both fairy and human political struggles for power. 
A more recent one that was adapted to become Beauty and the Beast in the end has Belle, Jealous's jealous sister, turned into statues outside the mansion, forever looking longingly upon their sister's better fortune. This is interesting because in the original, in, in the original, in the Disney movie, Belle is an only child. Yeah. She lost her mother mm-hmm. and she was raised she's by her father. She's kind of trying to find her way yeah, being that she's... only child. She was raised by her father, who's an inventor, so she already is very eclectic herself, and she reads, and she, you know, very she's very, very independent, very well-read and educated, because her mm-hmm. father kind of made sure that she had, you know, those outlets, um, to also make sure that, like, she had, she could have the best life possible growing up. Yeah. And that's why she kind of, like, pushes, um, Gaston off, because he's... She's like, I don't need no man. <laughs> I can do this. Well, she's like, you don't even read. And he's like, I read. And she's like, what was the last thing you read? Like, me. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, I have so to say, though, Gat- Belle is actually one of one of my favorite Disney princesses. Her and, we'll go with the Disney version of Sleeping Beauty, Aurora, mm-hmm. is also why I have no idea. Yeah. Very powerful. Um, and Anna from Frozen. Yes. We love Anna. a queen. Did you watch Frozen Moana. 2? Moana's really, yeah. I'm Moana's not, not a princess, that. though. And she, like, clearly states that in the movie. True, true. But she's into that, she's in that category of, like... She's a chief. Queens. She's a chief. Goats. Goats. <laughs> Greatest of all time. Yeah. What was in the... This one. This one, this one, this one. Ooh, okay. Ready? Aladdin. <laughs> Hold on. Bless you. Thank you. We're sneezing. Yeah. Winnie's got something. She's playing with. She's got the receipt paper again. Keeping her thoroughly entertained. Alright, so this one, Aladdin, was originally called Aladdin and the Wonderful Lamp. Magic Carpet. Magic Carpet. My favorite Robin, one of my favorite Robin Williams, um, roles. Oh. And he, like, ad-libbed most of the script. Like, most of, most of his mm. lines. Alright, so collected in 1001 Nights, Aladdin tells the story of a poor Chinese man. Already, we're off to, like, a completely yeah. different start. Who is coerced by a, I'm just gonna say sorcerer, into retrieving a magic <laughs> lamp from a cave. In this version, Aladdin summons two genies, the slave of the ring and the slave of the lamp the second of whom helps Aladdin marry the princess by torturing her new husband, the vi- vizier's son, every night and allowing Aladdin to sleep in her bed in his place. Again, consent. Yeah. Even though the slave of the lamp is more powerful and is the genie who eventually winds up in service to the sorcerer, it's the slave of the ring who teleports Aladdin to reunite with his wife and face off against the bad guy. The princess convinces the sorcerer to drink poison and everything seems to be fine until the sorcerer's brother shows up. Disguised as a holy woman, the brother convinces the princess that Aladdin's palace needs the egg of a, of a rock, a giant predatory bird. When Aladdin commands the slave of the lamp to bring him the item, the genie is highly offended. He leaves Aladdin's service, but not before warning him of the threat posed by the holy woman. Aladdin stabs the sorcerer's brother in the chest, thus securing his happily ever after. 
Just jump right to it. <laughs> My God, that was a dark one as well. That was like that was really. I'll I'll give your eyes a out rest. There. I'll, I'll read some more for you. Okay. Brittany's like she's like okay. sitting close. She's struggling. The Princess and the Frog, or the Frog King, or Iron Henry. You know about like kissing the frog and you know you yeah. become a prince. You become a prince. Yeah. Okay. So the Disney, the Disney's. It's been a long day, guys. Um, Monday night, eight forty-five. It's only Monday. I worked I six days last week, so my time is like completely thrown it's off. So thrown off. So Disney's *The Princess and the Frog* is a rollicking ride through 1912 New Orleans, but it deviates from the original story quite a lot. In the movie, Tiana is not royalty, but in the brothers, but in the brothers Grimm, the Frog King or Iron Henry. The girl is an actual princess who cannot stand the frog. In The Frog King, the princess meets the frog when she drops her gold ball into a fountain. We're just carrying around a gold, gold ball. He promises to retrieve it. If thou will lo- wilt love me. And a whole lot of other conditions. Her father, the king, has commanded her to keep her word, but it doesn't go well. And it results in her hurling the frog against the wall, turning him back into a human. Relatable. The Disney movie also leaves out Iron Henry, the Frog King's servant, who was so hurt by the Frog King's transformation that literal iron bands wrapped around his heart to keep it from beating. From breaking, sorry. Breaking, not beating. As Henry drives the newlywed couple back to the Frog King's kingdom, the bands around his heart begin to snap because his heart is so full and healthy once again. Jeez, I can see why they would have left that out. (laughs) Put some iron bands around your heart. That little part. Alright, so for our favorites of Frozen. Frozen. Which, yes, a very overrated movie. I was just gonna say, overrated. The songs, oh my god. But. Overplayed. The story. I freaking love it. The storyline itself, though, like, I will watch, like, you know, if I just put on, like, a Disney movie to have, like, in the background, Frozen is one of the ones that I will put on. Um, Frozen 2 I was kind of like, eh, about, but I also... Being that I love art, I love looking at, like, the animation styles and just, there's so many little details in, like, especially the newer Disney movies that I, like, if I yeah. sit to watch it. I'm, Every single time you watch it, you're going to find you're something You're always going to find something different. And I love, Pixar mostly does, like, hidden Easter eggs, too. So, like, after a new Pixar movie comes out, I'll, I'll watch it and then I'll look up, like, what Easter eggs I missed because mm-hmm. I always tend to try and, um, find them. Like, in Moana... When Maui was trying to turn, um, use his, uh, hook again for the first time after getting it back from, why can't I think of the crab's name? Um. The crab? The crab. The gold crab. The little gold on him. When he was trying to get himself to turn into, um, something else to, just to transform. When he goes through a bunch of random ones. No, that was the. I'm just saying things from the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) He, um. As he's going through and he's, like, accidentally transforming into, like, a bunch of different stuff that he's not mm-hmm. trying to. Sven is one of the ones that pops up. Who's that? From Frozen. Did you not watch oh. Frozen? Eh. Bits and pieces. Okay, you should go back and watch it. <laughs> In the winter. Oh. It's a winter movie. Alright, so... The Snow Queen is what Frozen is based on. Snow Queen. Snow Queen. Of all the stories on this list, Disney's Frozen might have the least in common with the story it's based on. Hans Christian Andersen's The Snow Queen begins when a mirror, which reflects and amplifies the ugliest and worst things about the world, 
he's like, the United States needs to take a look in that fucking mirror. <laughs> um, shatters over the earth. Two tiny pieces of the mirror become lodged in the heart and eye of Kay, a young boy, and as a result, he becomes cold and cruel toward his best friend, Gerda. 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 One day, the Snow Queen kidnaps Kay, and he forgets Gerda. Thanks to the Snow Queen's kisses, he can no longer feel the cold. Thus, he does not realize that his whole body has become frostbitten and black. He toils in the palace, trying to shape ice into the word eternity, but he cannot. The Snow Queen leaves him, and he freezes in place, alive but unmoving. After a long journey, Gerda finally finds Kay in the Snow Queen's icy palace, and she kisses him to restore his body to warmth and health. The pieces of the mirror becomes dislodged from Kay's heart, and he feels so deeply that he cries, flushing the other mirror fragment from his eye. The ice around them forms the word eternity, and they are able to leave the Snow Queen's home together. The um, darkness overwhelms us with, with these Disney I know. fairy tales. Uh, Jack and the Beanstalk. Okay. So what do you know about Jack and the Beanstalk? Beanstalk, Nothing. giant... Jack buys beans Going instead of big stock. He, uh, I remember him exchanging of the cow for magic beans. Don't remember that. Okay. All right. So, I don't know much about Jack and the Beanstalk. Anna clearly knows a little more than I do. I also like. I love fair like fairy tales and. Um, this makes me want to go home and watch like, fairy tale movie. You should. I should. I'm trying to remember. I I had like the little like the little gold books. Like I had a bunch of like. Yeah. I had so many different like fairy tale books when I was growing mm-hmm. up, so I remember a lot. Like some of them, Jack and the Beanstalk. I do vaguely remember because I think there was like a couple of different like random like remakes of it. Okay. But, um. Some people, if you're a Disney adult like I am, you may remember Mickey and the Beanstalk which was Disney's remake of Jack and the Beanstalk. I think it was a short. I don't think it was like a full. Yeah, I never saw that one either. So it follows Mickey, Donald, and Goofy up a magical beanstalk to a giant's castle, where the golden harp, which once ruled over their land and protected it with her song, has been locked away. The biggest change from the source material relates to the giant. In the original story, the giant's famous rhyme, Fee-fi-fo-fum, I smell the blood of an Englishman, be he alive or be he dead. I'll grind his bones to make my bread. Which, if you remember in Shrek, I don't know if you watched Shrek like I did. Um, yeah, they, a couple of times. They talk about him, about Shrek as an ogre making bread out of their bones. And he's like, that's not an ogre, that's a giant. You, like, not He didn't say <laughs> idiot, but he's like, you idiot. You dumb donkey. <laughs> so, do you remember the video game on GameCube of Shrek. Um where they and like they were playing like, I did American not have, Idol. I did not have GameCube. I do remember Amer- I do remember them doing American Idol because I yes. think it was in something else too that they like put into the game. It. But so good. <laughs> so uh right, so ogres don't make bread out of bones, that's giants. Just so everybody knows. Just so everybody knows. So we get that, you know, cleared away. So uh Reminds readers that Jack is always in mortal danger. When Mickey faces off against the fearsome Willie, however, he discovers the giant is a bumbling buffoon who doesn't pose that much danger to the trio. Mickey does save the golden harp, but doesn't really secure wealth and fame for himself as Jack does in the original story. So I do remember 
um, I think Jack had stolen, like, a goose that was laying golden eggs. Okay. Alright, so I'm gonna read, like, the very beginning, because this does talk about that cow. Okay. Um, there was once upon a time a poor widow who had an only son named Jack and a cow named Milky White. And all they lived, had to live on was the milk the cow gave every morning, which they carried to the market and sold. But one morning, Milky White gave no milk, and they didn't know what to do. So she says, what should we do? And Jack says that he'll go and get work somewhere. And she said, they tried that before, and nobody would take him. So his mother says that they must sell Milky White, and with the money, start a shop or something. So Jack says, alright, it's market day today, and I'll soon sell Milky White, and then we'll see what we can do. So he took the cow by the halter, and he started, and off he went. He didn't get very far, um, and he met a funny-looking man who said to him, Good morning, Jack. Jack doesn't know this fucking guy. Don't fucking talk to strangers. How about no. that? Rule number one. <laughs> like, literally rule number one in life. Rule number one. Good morning to you, said Jack, and wondered how he knew his name. Well, Jack, and where are you off to, said the man. I'm going to the market to sell our cow. He- there. See, I told you. So I can live. (laughs) Yeah, literally, so I can live. (laughs) Oh, you look the proper sort of chap to sell cows, said the man. I wonder if you know how many beans make five. Here we go. Here we go. Two in each hand and one in your mouth, says Jack, as sharp as a needle. Right you are. I have no fucking clue what they're talking about, says the man. And here they are, the very beans themselves. He went on, pulling out of his pocket a number of strange-looking beans. As you are so sharp, says he, I don't mind doing a swap with you, your cow, for these beans. Hmm, These beans are very important. Yeah. Go along, says Jack. Wouldn't you like it? Ah, don't you know what these these beans are, said the man? If you plant them overnight, by morning they grow right to the sky. Really, said Jack? You don't say. And this is why we don't send our our kids to fucking do... Do beans. Anything. (laughs) To do beans. (laughs) Uh, yes, that is so, and if it doesn't turn out to be true, you can have your cow back. Right, says Jack, and hands hands him over Milky White's halter and pockets the beans. Oh, God. He told you he traded a cow for beans. beans. See, I knew I was going somewhere with that. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Jack goes home, and as he hadn't gone very far, it wasn't dust by the time he got to his door. Back already, Jack, said his mom. I see you haven't got Milky White, so you've sold her. How much did you get for her? You'll never guess. <laughs> <laughs> I got a story for you, Ma. No, you don't say so. Good boy. Five pounds? Ten? Fifteen? No, it can't be twenty. I told you you couldn't guess. What do you say to these beans? <laughs> <laughs> They're magical. Plant them overnight and... <laughs> what do you say to these beans? Um, If we ever do merch, I want that on yes. a shirt. <laughs> Framed up on the wall. Have you been such a fool, such an adult, such an idiot as to give away my Milky White, the best milker in the parish, and prime beef to boot for a set of paltry beans? Take that. Take that. Take that. Got bamboozled. And as for your precious beans, here they go out of the window and now off to bed with you. Not a sup shall you drink and not a bit shall you swallow this very night. He literally got sent to bed without dinner because he fucking- He fucked up. He fucked up. (laughs) What do you say to these beans? No dinner, no dessert. Get the fuck to bed. I let you go sell our cow and you come back with beans. Oh no, it was the- Oh, okay. At the very end. Um, Jack jumped down and got a hold of the axe and gave a chop to the beanstalk, which cut in half. The ogre felt the beanstalk 
It wasn't ogre up there. It says ogre right in the story. Ogre. Ogre. Which would make sense why they made that reference in Shrek. Then Jack showed his mother his golden harp and what with showing that and selling the golden eggs. So he did. He he trapped the uh, he grabbed the goose that, that laid golden eggs. Gotcha. Jack and his mother became very rich and he married a great princess and they lived happily ever after. So he did. Oh, he the So the harp was in there, but also um, the eggs, because I remember at the end, his mother was like, holy shit, like... Okay, so there were some... What do you say to these beans? <laughs> what do you say about these beans? Oh my god. Alright, so that concludes our fairy tales episode. That was With a that bit was of fun. a dark twist. That was a dark twist. That I think fun. the end was, it was kind of funny, though. Yeah, good way to tie it into spooky season, have, a, you know, have some laughs. So I know we were late with posting the last two. Brittany and I had a lot of personal stuff going on. But as a reminder, if you guys listen to this episode this week, we have one more very special episode of Spooky Season to Just wrap up. That went quick. That that did go quick. To wrap everything up, um, I think we're going to kind of discuss and see what we want to do for November. And probably plan December because December is going to be a little hectic. Yes, so we have to start planning now, so we... Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, um, share. Do the polls. Polls, reviews, um, anything to help us out to gain a little bit more traction. Yep, mention it to your friends. Friends, family, co-workers, enemies, I don't even fucking care. Just tell everybody. Maybe after this episode we can get to 150. I think 150 would be nice. 200 listens. would be fucking fantastic after the next episode. For the next couple of episodes to finish up spooky season. And because I know that this episode's going up on Wednesday. Dana, Wednesday, 8 a.m. Every there. week. Be From there. now on, every week, I promise you. <laughs> Don't right. ask Brittany again. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> Alright, we'll see you guys.